This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. Because it's the recap episode, and we gotta we gotta talk about things. And also, this is our first episode that we have been recording since quarantine began, where I'm actually back in Boathouse. That's true. So you, you were in to, uh, an und- undisclosed location before this. I think I said I was in a bunker. Yeah, undisclosed location. <laughs> <laughs> So if someone in the war was like, yeah, I'm in a bunker, they're not going to be like, oh, we know where he is. Get him. <laughs> Undisclosed location. Yeah. yeah. Welcome, was, everyone, um, to our special recap episode of Two Bad Neighbors Season 8. Spinoff. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that was two episodes ago, Greg. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're behind. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, here we are. Uh, we made it. We made it to the end, despite the fact that the world is different. We are not. We're just doing things differently. I feel different. Do you feel different? Um, yes, when I'm not doing this. Mm. I feel pretty much the same this is when normalcy. I'm doing this. This, this, is, is a bit of this is a nice little anchor of normalcy that yeah. I like coming back to. Yeah. And in that way, I'm glad that we're kind of back to our weekly thing. Mm-hmm. And it gives me something to do every week. Yeah, talk on that, that, on Mike. That way we can change with the world. Um, it was an interesting thing that we did where we recorded six episodes in two days, <laughs> and and let them let let them just release themselves into the world while I, while I was away. Yeah, and I think that was that was neat because when I listened to them, I was like, oh right, those are the things that I said back then. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fun. a bit a uh, bit further removed than usual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't have to wait my uh, standard one year from listening to episodes back again. Uh, you ever do that? You ever go back and listen to our like first episodes? Uh, I, I actually was considering it recently. Um, well, I mean, why wouldn't you? It's something to do. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, but no, I generally I've listened to them fairly regularly. Not I don't wait a year like you, but I also don't listen to them right away when they release. Mm. Um, I usually like wait. Well, I usually like get. I have such a backlog of the podcasts that I don't talk in <laughs> that I want to listen to, so I try to focus on those first. And if I'm like running out of those, uh, then I'll dip into some of our episodes here and there. And so they're usually you know five or six episodes behind. Um, but I've never gone back and listened to one since then. Like I've never, if I've listened to one of our episodes, that's it. I've never gone back and been like, ah. I wonder what we said about, you know, um, I don't know, Flanders when Flanders failed, like back in season three. Um, but it'd be fun to go back for sure, uh, especially because we had uh, not vastly different, but a fairly different uh, cadre, 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 cadre of ne'er-do-wells. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say guests, but ne'er-do-wells also fits. Uh, we had a fairly different uh, bunch of guests back then, like uh, Craig McHugh and James Wade and. Yeah. And the rest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who have since moved on. Who have, uh, yeah, uh, they just don't, they don't care for us anymore. I miss Craig. I miss him a lot. He was I a frequent collaborator. He you was know a, what he I did recently? What? Is, uh, I don't know how I d- dived into this weird Pandora's box on Facebook, but I saw like a thing that's like videos of you. And so I like was like, I don't remember any videos of me being on here. And I found old shoot cow outtake videos. That mostly oh that mostly feature Craig McHugh. Oh yeah, and they were very funny. And I'm like, yeah. Craig's a funny guy. He's a very funny guy. Yeah. I miss that guy. He's very funny and just very charming. Craig, if you're yeah. listening, come back to us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should have him on for season nine. We should. 
we should uh, make it happen, especially now that we've figured out all this technology a bit better and uh, can do these remote episodes easier. Yeah, we did it. We, we did it. The, if yeah. there's one good thing that comes from this pandemic, let it be said, it's that two bad neighbors are able to expand their guest roster around to the world. To include original guests. That's right. <laughs> from the first rogues gallery. That's right. Um, so season eight. Season eight. We completed it. 25 episodes. 25 goddamn episodes, guys. Are you exhausted? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Everyone said yes. I heard them. Yeah. Good. Uh, and what, what a ride. What, what a ride. ride. What, what, a, what an interesting season. It's, a, it's such an interesting season. Yeah. I, so we're going to go through our top five episodes soon. Um, but I was going through them. Like just, you know, obviously to recap myself, myself, which yeah. episodes were in it. And this is probably the first time that we've do, done this that I had a well, I had a very obvious for me top three. And four and five were a bit trickier, but there was like only three or four episodes I would pull from. And I feel like this season in general for me is mostly a miss. And not in a like, I don't like the episode, but just, yeah, they're fine. This was this was fine. I enjoyed this episode, but it's not it's not super memorable or it's not like something I think of when I think of my favorite episodes, except for my clear top three. My clear top three are also maybe my favorites uh, of the series. That's that's the that's the wildest thing about this. And uh, it's like we're quite similar when we're going through this thing. I think our top three are going to be exactly the same. I think top two for sure. <laughs> it might be different order. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Um, that's what's that's what's fun about this. Is sometimes yeah. I'm I'm like, what you didn't put blank on your your top five? And you're like, well, yeah. it was like number six, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um but when I was going through this one, I looked at it and I was like, there's almost nothing about this season, especially after this watch through, that I don't like. Right. I like pretty much everything and the fact is that there are four i think four episodes in this season that i would consider some of the most groundbreaking and incredible episodes of the simpsons ever Hmm. that it makes the other ones seem worse (laughs) sure yeah i guess that's true i i feel like in the last couple seasons season six and seven uh especially they're mostly episodes I really like, and it was hard yeah. for me to pick a top five, uh, except for there's like one or two, definitely one in six and seven, I believe, uh, one in one each uh, that I hate. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, but there's nothing in this season that I outright hate. My sister, my sitter is probably the closest, but it's but again, it's, got it's not one. Yeah. Again, it's not. It's got the outhouse. Uh, <laughs> again, it's not one I hate. I just like it just kind of irks me. You know, and that's the that was the that was the thing when I was going through this at the very beginning, we were like, oh, my sister, my sitter. Oh, no. Oh, canine mutiny. I don't know. But I found myself pleasantly surprised by my reactions to them this time around. Alan's Alan's trying to get out of a sunbeam and (laughs) he's like a little cat right now. No, the like an anti cat. Cats would be like, ooh, sunbeam. You're like. You're like pawing around the sunbeam, I, like not exactly sure what it is or I where it's coming from. I don't usually sit at my computer desk and my blinds are currently not put up. So this window is hitting me right now at a time of day where I usually am not here. And it's just off-putting because suddenly my arm is shiny. I don't like it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I just don't like natural light. Get it off me. Get it off me. Oh, my God. It's wonderful. It's a good thing. No. It's good for you. I'm a I'm a troll. Keeps you strong. I like I like darkness. I'm a, I I don't like the sun. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love the sun. I miss it. Um, <laughs> I know it's it's out there, but like so I far. can't en- I can't enjoy it. No, not really. Here's the thing. I enjoy a lot of things in my life, but I mostly enjoy it with other people. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. As a, uh, a self-diagnosed lone wolf in this time, because it's it's not it's not like vastly different than my real life, but I don't have the ability to pepper in uh, 
uh, time with with loved ones. If that makes as sense. soon as the choice is taken away yeah. from you, you miss it all the more. It's exactly right. Yeah, but I guess this is what we'll have to do for now. This is our new normal, guys. Oh God, let's 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 keep it light. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I told you I don't like light. <laughs> It's true, he did. Um, <laughs> anyway, the tape. Yeah. season seven, or sorry, season eight. <laughs> yeah, we were on season eight. Don't forget that's, the season. That's where um, we are. So, this th- this this particular season um, has been, frankly, an absolute joy to go through. It's. Um, I think we've had the like. We we've had a lot of we've had a lot of new guests. We had a lot of uh we we had a lot of good times. Yeah. Uh this season was really challenging for us to get through. Yeah. Uh because of, of my life shit. Stupid life. Yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> and the way we choose to live our lives a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um and by we, I usually be me. I'm yep. causing the most problems just by existing. And <laughs> I you would say existing. That's... I would say, you know, living a more fuller life than me and traveling. Oh. And <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know. I'll be here. I'll just hang well, out like, here until you're back. Well, like, where am I? Where Have am I a traveling? Good time. Where am I really traveling? London. London. <laughs> Whatever. I've never been. Really? You've never yeah. been? I've never. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to see my Grammy Award? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Lobsters for dinner. And we brought it back. Yeah. So this season is filled with some of the most memorable guest stars um, and some of the most memorable one-off characters, mm. to name Ife a few. Abiola. Yep. <laughs> Roy. <laughs> uh, I just realized uh, as you were saying that, I thought you were talking about our guests, but you're like, mm. nope, it's the show's guests. <laughs> We had some memorable guests on our we end sure as did. well. We, we sure did. The doctor, we'll, of course. We'll, we'll thank them all at the end of this. Yeah, we will. Um, as we always do. But yes, yeah. uh, memorable guest stars. Johnny Cash. As the coyote. As, as Space Coyote. That's a weird one. Albert Brooks coming back. Of course. Again. You we had Duco- Sideshow Bob. Sideshow Bob back. You got Duchovny and, and Anderson as That's the X-Files right. people. Yep. Mal- Malcolm X and, and for- Forensic Files, I think, are their names. <laughs> You got you got Dave Thomas, Dave Thomas, Davey T, not the Wendy's guy. <laughs> nope. You got Rodney Dangerfield. Remember that oh, episode? God. <laughs> Boo. I think that's the worst episode of the Boo. season. <laughs> it's probably yeah. I mean, it's probably in retrospect my least favorite. Past my sister, my sitter. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. And again, it's because I don't like Rodney Dangerfield. Guys, fight me. And and you do on Twitter. <laughs> Really? I well, I think it was the most uh, responses we've got for an episode in a long time was when oh, we posted dude. that episode, and many people on Twitter were like, "How come you don't like Rod? How can or like not how come, but like how could you not like Rodney Dangerfield?" <laughs> As if you slighted him for yeah. personally. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I think in that episode we even talked about like, if you are a fan of Rodney Danger- Dangerfield, you probably like this episode, and if you're not. You probably don't like it. And that's where I fell. I just don't. I'm just not a fan of his and not, you know, not in a way that I think he's bad. I think it's just a certain breed of humor that just doesn't work for me and is more geared towards boomers. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. So, like, you know, if I was smarter and could get ahead of trends, I would have responded to to all those tweets with OK Boomer. (laughs) But that wasn't a thing yet. Then I would would be the the person who is famous for internet how do you get famous on the internet greg (laughs) that's a great question we've been doing this for five years i have no idea (laughs) we have we have a we have a very we have a very small subsection of a very large subculture that listens to us and we appreciate it and i think that's the best we can do i'm so happy about that when we first started this we assumed it would be our pals (laughs) It was not. It was not. It was quite the opposite, in fact. Most of our friends don't listen to this. Yeah. However, however, when uh, when when I did get engaged and asked you to be my best man, we did 
find out who some friends were. Yes, that's right. That's right. That we 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 found out who passed the test. Yep. And uh, those people will be getting, getting Christmas cards from us. And an invite from me. <laughs> and an invite to the wedding. <laughs> uh, everyone else, you're dead to us. Um, <laughs> listen to the recaps, people. Yeah. This is another test. If you don't listen to this episode, <laughs> you won't know if you're dead to us or not. But then if you listen to it, you will retroactively not be dead to us anymore. That's right. So there you go. It's like a Schrodinger's box kind of thing. Yeah. And your invitation's in the mail. That's yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. How do you want to, what do you want to, what do we want? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to, what do you want to, what do you want to do? do? Um, we, we, we tried to land on like theses of the of seasons of seasons before. And I'd presented two, uh, during, one? during our run for, for season oh, eight. Gotcha. Um, yeah. one, it was the, uh, it was the, the meta commentary oh, yeah, on, yep, yep. on Homer being not like not a great guy this season kind of kind of uses that and uh the second one is the is the self-awareness of the show that it is running out of steam Mm. i I think think you i think you presented a third as well did i which is this is the shoot for the fences season oh yeah it's the big swing yeah because like every episode is like for the most part like, what can we do that's, like, bananas? It is. <laughs> you know? And, like, Seasons Pass have done that as well, but there's there's been a good a good chunk of family-focused, quote-unquote, realistic episodes throughout that it doesn't feel as big. Whereas this one is, like, almost every episode is, like, it's it's crazy. They go to a, they go to a mountain. They go to a different town. They go to, uh, I don't know. Not space. That's a different we focus one. on we we focus on tertiary characters more. Right, right, right. In this one, uh, Homer becomes a voice actor. Right. <clears throat> um, Milhouse we, is a dweeb. Mil- oh yeah. Oh, that was the other thesis. Was the <laughs> was this was the the? I think we both started really hammering this one. Was that the ultimate point of season eight? Isn't the meta commentary that the writers feel that the show itself is running out of steam and they're trying to say that through several of these episodes or that this is the true uh, swing for the fences episode before we really start coming down from the high that is the golden years. No, it's none of those things. It is the fact, the simple unavoidable fact that Millhouse is a little wiener kid. And I don't know if you noticed this, but I noticed that, the first half of the season has that thesis, but he kind of fails, like fails, falls away a bit in the in the second half. Like he was in Homer's Enemy, but he's not in a lot of other episodes in the second he's half. He's in Homer's Enemy, and I think that is the I think that's the button. Yeah. Because he's a little wiener in that too. But it was almost like every single episode, the first chunk of the season, has either a heavy focus on Millhouse, or at least he shows up. And has like one of the better moments or, you yeah. know, one of the one of the better uh, jokes where he's just like, hi, I'm a wiener kid. And everyone's like, yes, you are. He might have been our most <laughs> remember referenced. That, remember that scene? scene? Yeah, he, he might have been our most referenced MVP. Yeah. With the fewest amount of scenes. Oh, we should have kept track of that. We should have. Maybe we'll maybe I'll make a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to. Uh... Put a moratorium on the word spreadsheet How in dare this you. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just say stats. <laughs> right. I'll make a stat sheet. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> on notepad. But uh, when did we start doing MVP? Was it just this season? Uh, might have been like every episode. Like we've like we've we've mentioned it in previous episodes here and there. But this is yeah. when we first started like to track trying to track that each time. Yeah. Um. So that yeah maybe that's an interesting little side thing to to look into. I have to listen to the episodes again. Just the end. Yeah. The, <laughs> everyone's favorite part. <laughs> yeah, it's everybody. It's where everybody skips to anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you if you want to hear us talk and name chatter about pop culture bullshit listen to the first hour (laughs) if you want to hear us talk about the episode listen to the final 10 minutes (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I can I can't like honestly looking forward, which is some of the things that we like. It's one of the things that we do in these recap episodes. Looking forward to the next season, I have never been more excited to talk it's, about a season. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be wild. Yeah. It's gonna be yeah. weird, wild stuff. Yeah. Um. I'm. Let's let's do our best to keep it. Uh. Like to to not make it personal. No personal attacks. On like on each other's character, that sort of thing. <laughs> The fact that you have to say that makes me really nervous for the for this now. I, I never thought that was even a possibility. <laughs> that w- that wasn't on the table for you. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Let me just crumple up this research that I've done. <laughs> uh, I believe they like, call it in politics vetting. Jesus. Oh, it's like if you went to a job interview or something and they're like, all right, when you come to the job interview, just remember no personal attacks. And you're like, <laughs> and it's like, and that goes for the interviewer and the interviewee. And you're like, wait, wh- why would that ever, wh- how, why'd you have to stipulate that? Is this why a common would, thing? Why would you have to say it? <laughs> oh boy. It's very common. Surprisingly, the sunbeam is getting bigger. That's the way the sun works. It I don't moves. understand the sun. <laughs> Why doesn't it have sunglasses on? It's very bright up there. <laughs> Isn't that weird that as a kid, he'd always draw sun- suns with sunglasses? Well, that was what the uh, Kellogg's Raisin Bran showed us. Was that, was that a thing? I think so. I think it was the son oh, yeah, who had Sonny. the two scoops of raisins. I think he's called Sonny. He dropped it. Well, that's not a very good name. No. You know what? Most serial mascots have terrible names. Yeah. You know what Lucky Charms mascot name is? Well, who's? What? Lucky. His name's Lucky? Yeah. Weird. Actually, the Honey Nut Cheerios B is my favorite one. What's his name is His name is Buzzby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you do a trivia round on that? I've definitely had those questions in trivia rounds I've done. I've never done a whole round on serial mascots, so but I you definitely could. I bet everyone would like it. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> um, here, here's a mascot thing that came up recently. Uh, you remember Seven Up's old mascot before Cool Spot came into the picture? You know, he I was, didn't know Seven Up had a mascot. Yeah, he was like a, 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 a like a. Sp- stencil sketch of like a guy with like long wavy hair do you remember him if i showed you a picture you might remember him it sounds like somebody phoned that in yeah but his name was fido dido and i don't know why like dido like the singer yep it was was, that's where dido got her name (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah spelled like that uh fido dido look it up everybody if you don't remember old fido dido but there's a new one now. Well, it's Cool Spot. You don't okay. know Cool Spot? He's a little red. Sp- he's a little red spot. There was a video game. He there was a video game with him. Any bounces or something? He like he no. He's got legs and arms. Oh, and sunglasses. Speaking of sunglasses, <laughs> he needs attitude. Man, Greg, you got to keep yeah. up with your mascot lore. <laughs> Why? It would just expose <laughs> me to things like Baby Nut. Who cares? <laughs> well. You can't avoid them. You already know about Baby Nut yeah, without even without even being in that world. So yeah, I wasn't even in the goddamn continent when that thing <laughs> came out, and I learned about it. But Baby Nut's so cute. He's just like, I'm a baby. Look at me, and then he dances or something. That's a fucking. I think we travesty. talked about this on the. We podcast did talk about story. it. I fucking hate it. Fucking stupid corporate capitalist bullshit. You know what's yes. you know what's great about this pandemic? We're all learning that capitalism's garbage. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. It's like we've been saying that for the past, <laughs> I don't know, two years on this podcast. <laughs> overtly. Yeah. Overtly. It's always yeah, it's been, been there. it's been a running like running uh, undercurrent throughout the entire podcast, if you listen yeah. really carefully. Yeah. But now it's like, yeah, this is a full on socialist uh, think rag. <laughs> yeah, it's basically it, the it, it shit hit the fan when Greg was just like, hey, maybe we shouldn't have money. <laughs> <laughs> like, eliminating all pretense. <laughs> hey, maybe it's a lie and it shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> maybe we came up with it 
Maybe we just maybe we invented it, it and, and we attribute value to it. Maybe it's, it should be universal basic income. It's it's gonna. I think it's gonna happen. I mean, especially yeah, especially if, if we are doing this for a whole year. Um, yeah, if we if we learn if we learn anything from this, which judging by uh, human history, we will not. But uh-huh. if we do, I think people and governments might be more inclined to do what they were meant to do in the first place, which is take care of the people who elected them rather than go to war with take, each other. Or take care of themselves. Or take care of themselves. Yeah. I just watched a movie on Amazon called Official Secrets. Okay. Starring Kira Knightley. It's about how the um, United States asked the British government intelligence services to dig up blackmail on members of the United Nations Security Council in order to blackmail the United Nations Security Council into voting to go to war in Iraq, thus making the war legal instead of the illegal war that it was. This is the thing that happened. They 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 tried to farm it out to the Brits to to get it to happen so they would be clean. Um, For the listener, I'm shaking my head in disgust. Yeah. yeah. Um and the the Brits lied and the Americans lied and it was discovered that we all know this already that that the war was Wait, illegal. Politicians lied? Yeah, they did. They did. They lied to get God into damn it. They lied to get into an illegal war and it uh it made me made me sad, but it also made me think like who wants to go to war right now? In this moment, mm, there's probably I know people. There's, I know there's people <laughs> out there who would be like, "Oh yeah, this is the perfect moment." There's a power yeah, vacuum. Or time whatever. to strike. Yeah. It's time for me to unveil my my nefarious plans, and it's we're gonna call it the first order or whatever. And finally, you'll have your origin story for that. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> it's about goddamn time. <laughs> but, but where does Snoke come from, Greg? <laughs> Oh, it doesn't matter. Turns out it did. <laughs> yeah, he's a clone. He was a clone. I've been every voice inside your head the whole time. <laughs> that happened. Remember that? It was all me. It was all <laughs> The bowels of the death. <laughs> I still oh, like Palpatine. Boy. I mean, listen. Palpatine's great. Yeah. But it was very unnecessary. Very unnecessary. But he's always a welcome performance. (laughs) There's just few... I just think there's few actors out there who can have as much fun than Ian McDermott Mm -hmm. on screen. Just like... And it's... He's not even being directed. It's like... I feel like J.J. Abrams was like, you know that thing you did in episode three? Just do that. Yeah. Because everybody seemed to like it. Yeah. Because everybody did. Everybody loved him in episode three. It was like, it was like the one thing you took from that movie that was like, that was like, maybe this was a good movie because his performance is really good. I think him and Ewan McGregor are the shining spots of uh, all the prequels. Oh, of course. Uh, McGregor just gets better and better every, every, every movie. He does. It's just, uh, he has weird shit to play off of, but he still, he still has fun. He's a pro. He's he's a pro. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what did I just watch with him? Wait a minute. Ewan McGregor, Ian McDermott. Oh, it sounds like they're both Scottish. Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> what if the Illuminati was just everyone with a Mick last name? <laughs> it's just Scotland. Ian McKellen, Francis McDormand, and the rest. <laughs> Ronald McDonald? Oh, my God. Oh, well, then, you, there you go. <laughs> Must have sprung up overnight. <laughs> and we're back. Oh, um, we did it. <laughs> uh, that's... No, that was from season seven. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, that's a great episode. <laughs> it is a great episode. <laughs> um, well, I guess my thesis for the season, yeah. if I have one... Um, I agree with the shooting, shooting for the fences or the big swing uh, idea. Um, yeah, I also think it's just it's it's moving away from the family dealing with normal everyday issues. If that makes sense, it's less of a, uh, you know, oh, like we're broke, so like I need to borrow from Patty and Selma or like that kind of storyline. Now it's like. What if 
aliens. <laughs> <laughs> what if insanity pepper? You know, like that's kind of the 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 through line for this season, it seems, is like, what if blank? Yeah. Uh, and again, I think My Sister, My Sitter is the closest it comes to the classic family dynamic um, in terms of like, that's a that's a kind of thing that every person would have some experience with in some ways, babysitting, right? Um, but even that, like, they can't help but have it uh, split up by the, the boardwalk uh, kind of thing. Uh, with Homer dressing up fancy, and is it the boardwalk or is it it's the pier? The, yeah, no, it's the pier. pier. It's like yeah. they, it's a it's a boardwalk it's and a boardwalk pier, and it's thing, very yeah. very funny. Yeah, but they have to split it up with that because if it was just a babysitting episode, they wouldn't be able to. And even the the outhouse thing, you know, like they they need to have those like weird wacky shit because that's where the writers' heads are at during this time. Is like what's what's like weird shit we can put in here, <laughs> and like a lot of them have been working there for a long time now. Yeah, so they're in a weird mode. Totally, and they're and they're like top of their game. Like they're at this point still, I think probably number one show on definitely on Fox. Um, you know, number one show in a lot of places. I'm sure in a lot yeah. of respects. It's an um, exceedingly popular program. Yeah, and and there's currently no sign of. Uh, dwindling <laughs> no one's I like mean, uh simpsons has run its course that like, we need to stop it which is what starts to happen in season 10 i'd say I, I mean this 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 season wins wins two emmy awards that's right it, it wins not it wins outstanding individual music achievement uh with we put the spring in springfield mm-hmm. but it also wins it wins the big one it wins outstanding animated program for homer's phobia that's right so like Truly, you're right. Like, true, top of their game in both ratings and uh, among industry lowlives. <laughs> and uh, the showrunner switches at the end of this season, mm-hmm. or the beginning of the next one, I guess, technically. And we'll get into season nine, obviously, but that's when things start to go awry for me. I, I, can't, I can't disagree with you on that. Things do change. The and wheels they do change for the worse. Are shaking. Yes, they're not off. They are not off yet. <laughs> uh, there. Oh man, it's the. I've we've talked about this, but like there is a wonderful and it's one of the most simple photoshops that I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. But it is the it's the Simpsons tenth season DVD, and yeah. instead of instead of saying it's instead of saying the uh, the Simpsons season ten, it just says. The final season. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, wouldn't have that been great? Just a nice encapsulation of the 90s. And do you think, here's a little uh, rhetorical, not rhetorical, uh, hypothetical qu- question for you. If it was indeed its final season, if The Simpsons ended at season 10, would we have more reverence for season 10 than we do now? Which I think we both agree we despise. Yes. Let's try that. Hmm. As we watch it, let's pretend it's the let's, final season. Let's do the bit. Let's do the bit. Yeah. All right. I'm let's in. pretend that it's the final season of the show, but only when we get there. Yes. Yeah. Season Until we get be... to season ten, the bit will be the final season of our show. Yes. <laughs> it will be, and we'll see if we have any reverence for those episodes, or maybe they're worse. Yeah. Because maybe we find out we're like. This is their final season, and this what were is they what doing? they doing? Yeah. yeah. Did Those they... bastards. <laughs> did they think the gravy train would never stop rolling? Come on. <laughs> um, shall we do our top fives? Let's do it. Pull up my I list I think I'll go first. With your number five? With my number five. All right, counting down. My number five pick... Of season eight. Mm-hmm. The Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie Show. Um, this episode, very special to me in that it's one of the one of the episodes that I saw the most when I was watching it on syndication. It was um the it was the episode of television that I did not know at the time, but introduced me to the concept of meta humor. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And we also had um, we also had to say goodbye to our third bad neighbor. 
That's right. During the recording of it. Yeah, Roy. That's right. Yeah, hi, Roy. <laughs> Put a sock in it, Roy. <laughs> is what we told our third bad neighbor. That's um, right. Maybe we'll see him in a few years. Yeah, who knows? He'll come back and we'll catch up. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, that's a great That's a great pick. That's my number four. Oh, fantastic. So my number five, however, mm. is Brother from Another Series. Oh, what a good pick. It didn't quite make mine. Um, yeah, this is a... Obviously, it's a Sideshow Bob episode. It's the last Sideshow Bob episode, as far as I'm concerned. Yep. And a great way to end that character. Yep. Um, no, never... You'll live never, to regret <laughs> this! <laughs> oh, great. Now I sound crazy. <laughs> um, I love bringing in Niles. <laughs> Niles oh, Crane. Fun. It's just As, fun. like, another... Again, like we said, meta humor, meta jokes... The Frasier in joke is very good, very yep. and not like oh, like oh, uh, not overt, but like not doesn't hit you over the head with it. If you've never seen Frasier, you'll miss like two jokes. I'd say the Maris one and the title card. Yeah, Frasier is a sitcom or is a you know, yeah, hit sitcom on NBC or whatever. Even if you don't uh, know Frasier, that's kind of funny. That's kind of funny because, like, you you might be confused why this is happening, but it, at the very least, you'll be like, "Oh, it must be something to do with Frasier, which I've never seen," because <laughs> it lists, it shows you that that's what it's aping. Yeah. Um. But I love that. I love the uh, the Bart and Lisa solving a mystery. I always love that kind of thing. Uh. And I really like that they don't retread Bob is an evil genius thing, just trying to trick them. It's like, no, he actually is reformed, trying to do good. And it's his brother and Barton Bob teaming up is actually like kind of fun. It's uh, really great. At the it's end a there. really great way to tie off the loose end. That is sideshow Bob. Yeah. It gives him a bit of a redemption arc and, but also like, doesn't let him just be let, let it just be like, Oh, and since you've redeemed yourself, you're free to the world and like, go live your life. It's like, no, you're still going back to jail. <laughs> you've done some bad shit. It's a classic um, Simpsons episode. It's really great. Yeah. It's truly great. So that's my number five. My number four, as I said, was Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie show, yeah. which I agree with everything you said. Um, I I think it's very funny. Fireworks Factory, Millhouse. Uh, some, like, behind-the-scenes voice actor stuff, which I love as well. Some um, wonderful character designs on the writing staff is always uh-huh. welcome. Alex Rocco back as... Uh, um, Roger Myers Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Great up. Great up. What's your number four? Homer's Enemy is my number four. So I will say that was the one I was teetering on with my number five. Yeah. So it's a number six, basically, for me. Yeah. I was like, ah, like, I love Homer's Enemy, but I want to go with, and I love it for its, like, uh, thesis, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. More than anything. And I love Frank Grimes. I think he's a great character. I I just I went with the one I think is more funny, which is yeah. Brother from Another Series. So yeah, not a bad choice, obviously. Like I love Brother from Another Series. Um, we do top fives because it's hard to pick. And, it's true. It's true. And Homer's Enemy, honestly, one of the reasons why it's up there is because we received comments about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. On on the other side of it, and it made me think about the episode differently and why I do like it. In yep. a lot of ways, it made me analyze it in a lot of ways. It made me like the conversation about the episode itself was just so enjoyable to have that I felt mm-hmm. like I couldn't uh, that it that it should be represented on one of our lists. And so I'm glad it That's is. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Good work. Nailed it. Thank you. I'll take a bow. <laughs> what about our number threes? Oh, my number three is maybe this is a weird one. I don't know. This one is Mountain of Madness. I have the same. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think our top three is the same. Top three thing. might be the same. Yep. <laughs> oh, Mountain so of Madness is, a, is so funny. It's so good. Uh, I think, and I think I said this on the episode that we when we covered it too. I think it's it's one that I for, always, not anymore. Now that we've analyzed it, I always forget how funny I find it. Yeah. Like I always, I always, when I see the episode in the DVD menu or when I think about it, I'm always like, Oh, it's the one where Homer and Burns go crazy. And I don't really like that part as much, 
But the rest of the episode is so good and like almost perfect that I can I can forgive that. But it's just funny that my mind always associate with that part rather than the rest of the episode, which I love. And now I can recognize this episode is brilliant. I love it. I love Smithers. I love the kids. Uh, even just like the car parking gag of it sliding around the ice. Yeah. Oh, man. So many, so many Carl and Lenny like teaming up and like realizing they hate each other. Mount Useful, the interpretive center, <laughs> is just so close to my heart. Right. Yep. <laughs> also, Ranger McFadden. I love um, that gag. I'm just so excited <laughs> to see so many nice people. Quiet, you drunk. Where is Ranger McFadden? Right here, sir. Right behind the drunk. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, <laughs> Put on your corpse handling gl- gloves. Now let's take a moment to humor, to the, humor children. the children. <laughs> Uh, corpse handling gloves. It's, it's, it's a great episode. It's, it's what, it's what they're, it's what they're called. Uh, yeah. Fantastic episode. Um, I think we should dress the snowman. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> snowmen have peepers. Uh, peepers. peepers to watch. To watch. <laughs> oh, it's a very good, very good episode. I'm glad it yep. landed on, on, on our lists. Yeah. Should we just spot. should we just keep diving into probably same list? Yeah, let's do it. Number yeah. two, a millhouse divided. Ah, nope. Ah, that's where we switch. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, Interesting. Let's. Yeah, mine is uh, mine is you only move twice. My number yeah. two is you only move twice. I mean, you you know that's my favorite episode of all time. So yep. why would you think I had that at number two? I no way. There's you're a fool. There's, there's no way it would be. <laughs> There's no way it would be. So our top three are not the same. No. Same episodes, but just slightly different order. Literally. Um, yeah. A mill host divided. Don't talk Let's about that Let's talk about first. that. Yeah, that's my sure. number one. That's my that's number, number one, one. Yeah. episode of the season. And I think the only reason that it edges out, uh, you only live, you only move twice <laughs> this time this this viewing around sure. is because we did watch all of season eight very academically, and this is the pinnacle of the Millhouse thesis. Yeah, and and the Kirk thesis. God damn, is he funny? What a deadbeat! I love him. Uh, I love that, and I I think we mentioned this. I love how Kirk is kind of a no, like nothing character up to this point. Like he's he's got the occasional like little comment or like millhouse will say like oh my dad's a piece of shit um <laughs> you know stuff like that but this is what like this episode is where we get full kirk yep and it's weird to think about how much i love the character kirk almost entirely because of this episode and nothing else yeah like any future appearance or previous appearance i'm like yeah whatever he's he's millhouse's dad but now that i know this episode exists and i have that knowledge anytime he pops up any other episode i'm like ah it's fucking kirk he's great it- it colors him so well yeah that you don't need another one you just don't <clears throat> like there's even an episode where uh i think it's season three where millhouse is at the cracker factory with with kirk yep and it's like it's you know painted as like awesome fun happy times because yeah, there's like bar- a there's like dogs. dog sleds yeah going through the salt it's like, when will we get to see, like, how they salt the crackers or something? It's like, put this on and follow me. Yeah. And they go down like a Batman pole. And uh, so you see that and you think, oh, like, Kirk's kind of cool. And it's like a little hit. But then, like, you see this episode, you're like, no, he's not. He's, no, he's, he's not. He's, he's, there's a reason he's Milhouse's dad. Yeah. He's a wiener. <laughs> he's a wiener adult. Uh, what is it? The PTA disbands is when they get the tutor. So you see him a little bit in that. Uh, yep. Bart sells his soul. He's like... You can see he's kind of like, and I think it's like, they, shut they, up, shut up, shut up. Yeah. He's leading. Yeah. It's it, when you, when you see this episode and you see all the other episodes beforehand, it's like they are leading up to it. Mm-hmm. And it's a wonderful, just cherry on top of this character. Yeah. It's so good. It's this, the, this, this. The, the whole first act, the whole like dinner, dinner party is enough to carry an episode on its own, you yeah. know? It's so good. Like, it's inf- infinitely quotable. Uh, even the stuff that isn't related to Kirk, like, that's that's obviously the highlight. But even stuff like Ned, you know, Woodsy Allen and, like, Cornstarch, like, stuff like that is great, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Reverend 
having to deal with all this bullshit and like someone's been stealing coats or whatever. So I helped myself to some of the nice umbrellas. <laughs> <laughs> and like Homer too, with his little like pipins or <laughs> sitting in the fucking living room with his underwear playing with like remote control cars. <laughs> Just got to put cars. Got to put my shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> he runs away. Ah, it's brilliant. You guys. Like, yeah. I can't say enough good things about that episode. It's and it's a great pick for number one. And now, you're number one. You only move twice. I mean, you it's... You only move twice. It's my favorite episode of all time. Yeah. Uh, I think it's... It's... It's, like, such a great uh, outside of Springfield episode that I also really like. I, in general, love when they travel outside of Springfield. Yeah. Um, as a family. And of course, Hank Scorpio, I think my favorite character on the series. Um, and he's in one episode, <laughs> you know, it's 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 difficult to say just how. Uh, sorry, it's hard to describe just how difficult it is to create a character whose every single line is quotable and memorable and serves the story. And yep. yet Hank Scorpio is that he is one of, if not the most efficient comedy character on the Simpsons, which at the time of this episode was the best comedy show on television. And this episode is like, it's uh, clearly one of the best episodes. Yep. And so you have one of the best characters and some of the, one of the things that, that we both, I, I know we both enjoy is efficient storytelling. Mm hmm. And Hank Scorpio, like, they they allow Albert Brooks to play, but he's the kind of improviser who knows exactly what he's doing, Mm -hmm. and he doesn't let anything go to waste. Yep. Not for a second. Yeah, and you know, I think uh, something that a lot of people don't realize, when it comes to, like, improvisational comedy is exactly that is being able to riff, but knowing where the story needs to go and it not being wasteful. And that's especially evident in a lot of the kind of Judd Apatow era of comedy films where, and I know a lot of people are like, ah, I hate when they just let them improvise or whatever. And I get it because they do it poorly. They just riff about bullshit and random things. And they just, they just do the same, like, scene over and over with something slightly different or whatever um and just go absurd with it and And albert brooks is so good at knowing exactly what works for the character and it's evident in the hammock district scene which of course is our email (laughs) for a reason and it's because homer's reactions makes it clear that dan castellaneta did not expect any of this. <laughs> and kudos to Dan as well. Like, I don't want to, you know, say he did poorly or anything. I think he did the exact right thing by just kind of like, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Like, you know, just reacting to what Hank says. That's what, Homer, in, that's what Homer would do. Reacting in character is one of the most important things to do, because without it, you have you're just a guy talking yeah. to nothing. Right? Exactly. You you need a scene partner for the most part in improv. Definitely when you're improvising a scene. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the things about those Judd Apatow movies is that they're directed by Judd Apatow, who just just he he, he so clearly loves he loves his actors. Yeah. He loves them too much. He thinks they're too funny. He thinks they're so funny. He thinks that everything that, that that almost everything they say is gold and should go into his movies. What he doesn't do is edit them because I truly do believe that when you let an actor riff like he does, I think that's a good thing for a director to do. I think it's an admirable trait to let the movie go because that's your baby. Yeah. That's, that's yours. And he has that admirable trait. He allows the actors to explore, to discover, but he also doesn't have the other side of it which is ease it back and then edit it later. It's the most important part of filmmaking is the editing. 
And this is something that The Simpsons not only does well, but has to do well. Because if they don't, they don't have a show. Yep. And Brooks is the best. He is. And you get the guy who is the best. The absolute best at knowing it because he's been doing it forever. That's right. He's been doing it forever. And like what you were saying with Dan, he's just, he's just like, oh, 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 (laughs) (laughs) yes, once. Right? All that. (laughs) Like, it's... It's it's bananas thing, how well, well that one is. Marianne gets in the hammock with you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like that's a it's a it's a wonderful way to make Homer, who is usually the wild one, the straight man. Yeah, it's such a and fun I, inversion that only Albert Brooks can really make work. Because yeah. whenever he's on the show, that's what he does. I also want to point out that Homer is the one who coins the term the hammock district. So That's Dan, right. theoretically, is the one who came up with that on the fly. That's uh, right. So s- some, you know, kudos to him as well. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, course. lots of kudos to him, obviously. But yeah, but that that whole that whole running scene is so good. It's so funny, but it's but it is what the scene needs as well. Mm-hmm. It needs to <laughs> give Homer uh, a place to find hammocks in <laughs> Cypress Hill, Cypress Creek. Um, Cypress Hill, I almost said <laughs> It's the rap group. That sure is. <laughs> Cypress Hill. I'm looking in her direction. Um, yeah. I, I mean, again, listen to that episode if you want to hear more thoughts about any of these, really. Um, but You Only Move Twice is just a perfect episode, in my opinion, uh, mostly because of Hank Scorpio, but also just because it's the family together. Uh, it's also Homer excelling which I always actually really like. I We've like episodes. About that. Yeah. I yeah. like episodes where Homer is actually like shown to be capable and good at something. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it's working for a supervillain. <laughs> Can I tell you my number six? Sure. It was Homer versus the 18th amendment. Yeah. That was, uh, that was, you know, up there for me. It's in my top 10 for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another one where he excels, where he's, he's good at bootlegging. Yeah. Who knew? Simply for that fact, I think. Yeah. That's actually really clever. <laughs> I've known your father since high school, and this is the cleverest <laughs> thing he's ever done. Like, that's great. I love it. Yeah. I think we it's gave nice. her the honorable... I think we gave her the MVP for being on board. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did, for sure. I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was a little more stingy with my MVP awards. But, of course. <laughs> I'm just hand them out willy-nilly. No, no, no. I wouldn't expect um, you to. <laughs> Well, those are our top five yeah. uh, of the season. Let us know what your top fives are, if yeah. you have any. Yeah. Let us know if you disagree with our lists. You think we're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> you if idiot. You, if, if you do, why are you still listening? <laughs> why, why do you hate us? <laughs> oh, no. What have we done? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> so before we wrap it up today... Um, yeah. We want to, of course, thank above and beyond all else uh, our our patrons and the people who listen to this show yes. and the people who subscribe and make it a constant thing on your uh, podcasting schedule. Um, truly, you've allowed us to keep going for these for all the for all this time, and we're gonna we're gonna be able to finish this thing because of you. So. Thank you so much. And we'd also, of course, like to thank our many, many guests who just come over and hang out with us out of the goodness of their heart and donate their time to us. Um, some of them who have done it so many times that we can, uh, that we can barely count, but Ife sure can. Um, <laughs> so uh-huh. I'd like to thank, in order of appearance for this season, uh, Nicholas Rose... Um, Emma Sinclair, Ryan Reese, I should say the Dr. Ryan Reese, uh, PhD in horror, um, who appears on every single one of our, uh, Halloween episodes, uh, Dr. Ife Abiola, um, Neil James coming back, Camille Pavlenko, who has been a huge sport with us throughout this entire, this entire run, uh, Nick Smith, who we finally got back, uh, Ali Direct, my love and fiance thank you for 
being on this show. It's wonderful. Uh, Nell Harms coming back again. Adam DeHatchik, host of Simpsons Trivia, and hopefully we'll be all going back to Dickens sooner or later. Um, uh, Thea Killen-Smith, a brand new guest, voice actress herself, wonderful guest. Roy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Mark Spracklin. Ezra Wasser. Miles Kelly coming to talk about beer with us. Jennifer LeBlanc telling us about her uh, experiences in grade school. Uh, <laughs> James Avramenko talking about recycling and wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> David Gabbert, a first time guest on the show. And finally, my sister, Carly Wilson. We finally got her, got her on. And those, <laughs> those are some good guests. Those are some good guests. Absolutely. Some of the same and some new ones and some oldies Yeah, for season nine. We're starting to fill the roster. You bet. So, Greg. Yeah. Uh, four days ago. Yes. Was our fifth five-year anniversary. Holy shit, really? Yeah, April 5th of 2015. That was the first was episode? Our f- first episode dropped. Simpsons roasting on an open fire. Wow. Five years. It's been five years, but it's um crazy that five years. Wow. But <laughs> my friend. Yes. My good friend. Uh-huh. How long were we doing the Cinepals before then? That other show no one listened to. That's that's right. Uh good question. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know and if I have uh. before that, when were we doing the spotless minds? Oh, boy. Uh, that was... I mean, I could probably find out. You have to go back and back and back and back and back and back. Yeah. Um, probably You know, good... I still have uh, the rough Spotless Minds uh, Django Unchained episode that we, we never a, posted. We did a Django Unchained episode? <laughs> we sure did. <laughs> oh, I do not want to listen to that. Yeah, I still have it in my drive somewhere, and I found it, and I'm like, what the... I had a folder that's called podcast. I'm like, what's in here? And it's like Django Unchained rough. What? <laughs> if, may I say, if there's nothing career ruining. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a Patreon. On that episode, we should make it a Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a um, long time ago. That's a long time ago. I, I, I would venture a guess to say that it might be more than 10 years we've been doing this. So I'm just finding now our first Cinepels episode, which was a video episode. You can find on YouTube if you mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we have a, one comment. It says, great video. Oh, uh, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> likely, likely a bot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> likely but, a bot. <laughs> <laughs> does, it, does it have a link below for sexy pics? No, but it's let's let's click on their profile. Uh, I bet. It's, uh, doesn't, yeah, no content, but 48 subscribers, so likely a bot. Anyway, Weird. uh, just knowing how YouTube works, uh, the first pilot episode of Cinepals, which was for some reason 12 years a slave. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> December 10th, 2013. 2013. Wow. Yeah. So about a year and a half, uh, we did Cinepals before we switched over to Two Bad Neighbors. Um, and we, I think we did maybe four or five video episodes before we were like, this should be a podcast. Why are we filming ourselves? Yeah. Uh, we were right to do it. <laughs> yeah. Very much so. Um, yeah. I, uh, I'm really looking forward to what, the rest of it brings to what the what's after this show is something that that i that i think we're both starting to think about now mm-hmm. like i got uh, some ideas in the pipeline yeah i still want i obviously still want to do podcasts because it's super fun yeah. um i obviously still want to do podcasts with you because i think we've created something here that that we can actually do yeah. um so that 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 kind of means like as long as we're as long as we're around, we're going to keep figuring things out. We're going to, we're going to find a new topic to talk about after. Absolutely. And I think this, like I said, this, uh, this whole pandemic thing is at least taught us that even if you move to London, 
we can still do it. That's right. And even if I move to Montreal, we can still do it. Is that a thing? It might be a thing. It might be a thing? <laughs> it's the first time I'm mentioning it. <laughs> it's been on my mind for a couple of weeks. It wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen for a while. Let me just put that out there. But well, it is. I I deserve this. <laughs> I had a moment You're... back there just to think about it, and I was yeah. uh, and like the the first thing that came to my mind was like, oh no! And then I leaned back in my chair, and while I was leaning back, I was like, I deserve this. <laughs> I've done this so many times to you. <laughs> Yeah. Or I <laughs> surprise. Or it's like surprise on the show. Yeah. Uh, here's your unfiltered response, and mine yep. is that's great. That's that's awesome. If it's like I said, it's a nascent idea, yeah. but it's just I this this whole thing situation has caused me to think about a lot of stuff about my yeah. career and what I want to do with my life, and uh, I'm leaning towards doing something with film, but not making films. I want to study film, so I'm looking into film studies and maybe get my master's in film studies. So. You know, There's a school in Montreal that I think would be really awesome to take it at. It's really a big matter of A, finances, B, if they'll accept me. Yeah. Would it be um, weird if we both applied? No. <laughs> <laughs> to, this, to the same school and like, we're like, will it take us as a, we, as a writing team or not at all? <laughs> you know what? I think that'd be great. I think that's, that's what we need to do. <laughs> Uh, the reason I say so is because like I've been hankering for that same same thing. I've been yeah. I've been like because like the more we've done this, the more we the more I've I've realized the stuff that 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 I think we both like talking about the most is is like what in in a piece of text, be it television or movies, we like to talk about what is there. Yeah, you know what is it trying to say. Not what it's not what the story's about, but what is it trying to do? What is it trying to tell us? And correct me if I'm wrong, please. Um, but it's more exciting when it's movies. Yes, hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> um, percent. Because guys, The Simpsons is amazing. It is one yeah. of the great cultural artifacts of our time. Do not think it's not. But movies are movies. Yeah. <laughs> movies are movies. <laughs> Greg Wilson. Yeah. That'll be your, th that'll be your thesis. That'll be my thesis. That, that'll be that my have essay. To defend. Yeah. That'll be my, that'll be my thesis essay. Um, but movies if I, are movies. yeah, movies are movies guys. And let me, <laughs> let me explain why. why. Yeah. <laughs> and then you I just show, I think that's awesome, man. I think I'm, yeah. I hope you go for it with everything you've got. I hope you can fit, make it happen and figure it out. You're, you're you're good at at uh, dealing with what life throws at you, and I think you can make this happen. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, we'll see. It's like I said, it's a it's a it's a little nugget of a seed of an idea, but it's just once things all got taken away from me here in Calgary, and I realized even though I miss those things and want them back, I don't need them, mm -hmm. and the things that were tying me to the city aren't the be all end all. And maybe I should look at what I actually really crave. And that's what I've started thinking about. And then it's just snowballed from there. And Montreal is just where I've landed. Cause I want to stay in Canada. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't you really want to go to, <laughs> I don't really want to go to Vancouver or Toronto. Uh, Montreal's, you know, a, a really cool city. Um, it's got my beloved Habs there as well, which it's, I didn't, honestly, I didn't even think about until I was already like looking into schools and stuff. I was like in bed just thinking like, what would life in Montreal be like, just like as a thing. And then I was like, I, I guess like, like there's still hockey in my, oh my God, there's hockey in Montreal. <laughs> like there's, like there's it's more weird. hockey in Montreal than there is in <laughs> any other part of the planet. And I was like, <laughs> it's weird that I didn't even think about that. Uh, once I already started like looking into stuff there, so. Uh, anyway, uh, I also speak French, so and I'd like to get it back into my vocabulary more, you know, so it'd be That's nice right. to to have that as a uh, uh, another um, um, instigator to to move there to re reignite my my lang my secondary language. And you might find a new love in Canadian French films. That's true. Yeah, you might. That would be that would be great. Yeah, I love I, the ones I've seen. I've loved. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't speak a lick of French. <laughs> I should. I really should because you know my family does. But <laughs> I don't know. 
never no? took and it's uh it's super rad i'm uh oh man that's such a cool idea yeah yeah and i like the idea of montreal because like vancouver is like vancouver's an international city it's a beautiful city toronto is a very international city it's a beautiful city but then so is montreal yeah. and it's not as big as either of those yeah you know they've um and montreal managed to host the olympics toronto hasn't done that yet yeah take that t dot yeah remember when those were a thing the 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 swingy city what was the, what were some of the nicknames that your sister gave the big easy big easy <laughs> The Rusty Cannon. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows what that one means. No. <laughs> it's because they don't shoot cannons there anymore. They're all rusty. That's right. Um, anyway, there's a little delve into my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, should we wrap things up? Let's do it. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We appreciate you coming along this journey with us. We got a couple more years to go. Or a couple more seasons, at least. We'll mm. see if we do it in, in a full year or not for each season. Um, and uh, also, uh, I think maybe we'll do a five-year anniversary special next week. I don't know yet. We, ha- we haven't decided on that yet. We need to come up with a good idea if we do. Otherwise, we might just do a, a small celebration. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, you can uh, always find us on the socials uh, at Bad, Na- Bad Neighbors Pod. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can subscribe to our Patreon at Boathouse Studios, patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios. Uh, and subscribe for two bucks a month and you get all of our content, including past Cinepals episodes, which uh, there's some there's some you can see for free on YouTube, I, I remembered. Uh, uh, want to hear what we... Th- five of them, yeah. yeah. Want to hear us talk about 12 Years a Slave or uh, Lord of the, uh, the Hobbit 2, I think was the next one uh, yeah yeah we did we did that one and and then uh there was also frozen i think and mama mia um, <laughs> mama mia was one <laughs> you can see those on youtube just search for cinepals um i, I kind of want to rewatch those now and just <laughs> it's gonna be weird wild stuff yeah six years ago uh no seven almost seven six and a bit anyway uh also you can email us at the hammock district on third at gmail.com numerical three and coming up Episode one of season nine, the city of New York versus Homer Simpson fight night, fight night. <laughs> I mean, who God would win that versus man? Son city. of Krypton versus <laughs> bat of God. <laughs> right. That's the thing they said in that movie. If you want to see Martha again, bring me the head of the bat. How'd you know that name? Why did you say that name? All right. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and keep watching the ski. Bye.